0: Well, good morning, everybody. So glad to have you at Grace Summit Church, uh, not only in person, but live. And so we're glad you're with us. If you will stand up. I'm still looking around trying to figure out where people are and sitting. And it's a little bit so good to have Molly with us this morning. Amen. Give her a hand clap. Amen. 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 Glad to have her back in the will of God. Can I have an amen? Uh, Just Stephen. I know you're in the will of God. Hallelujah. If you will, if you want to join hands with somebody and let's just go to the Lord in prayer and start our service Because this is the day he made father. We lift our hands We lift our hearts. We thank you father for your goodness. We thank you father for the gift of resurrection and for the gift of salvation That father one cannot be had without the other and that on this Palm Sunday father We have come to worship you and thank you for all your goodness to us And to not only to us, but through us, to other people. So, Father, we give you this day. We thank you, Father, that everything is done. We commit to you to be done decent in in order and to your your praise. And, Father, we thank you for your anointing here today to break yokes, to destroy bondages, and to bring healing to your people. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, amen.
1: Amen, amen. Good morning, Grace Summit. We're gonna worship him this morning.
2: Let's sing this. I'm coming with... I'm coming with a heart of worship, I'm bringing in a brand new song, I'm ready to see the unthinkable, I'm ready for a miracle, hearts praying for a fresh encounter, souls looking to the living God, I'm ready for a real revival, oh Holy Spirit. This next verse, we're on the edge of a new beginning in 2023, amen? We're on the edge of a new beginning. God, we know you want so much more. We're looking to a new horizon. We're praying for your rain to pour. An overflowing of true redemption and overflowing of your kingdom we receive we are ready for a real revival Holy Spirit come like a flood like a fire Holy Spirit fall in this place fill our hearts Holy Spirit come like a flood like a fire Spirit
1: Oh Holy Spirit I've said it before but this is my favorite part of this song and I'm honored to sing it this morning with
2: y'all Oh can you feel it Heaven is reaching Oh can you hear it Our God is speaking oh can you see it he's got your healing oh just you see y'all sound so good this morning we're gonna sing it an extra time oh can you feel it heaven is reaching oh can you hear it either god is speaking Oh, can you see it? Heart's got your healing. Oh, just receive it. Let's sing it one more time. Oh, can you feel it? Heaven is reaching out. Oh, can you hear it? Our God is speaking now. Oh, can you see it? i yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Above all, in Jesus' name, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today. We thank you for this service. We thank you for your heart towards us, Father God. I thank you I'm back, that I'm here on this stage with these lovely people who've set aside time this morning to worship you, to honor you, to not just have another Sunday where we put on our shoes and come here, because that's what we do on Sundays, but to give honor where it's due and to praise your name in Jesus' name.
2: There was a moment when the lights went out When death had claimed its victory The King of love had given up his life The darkest day in history They on a cross they made for sinners For every curse his blood atoned One final breath and it was finished For the earth began to shake And the veil was torn What sacrifice was made As the heavens were Let's sing it out All hail All hail King The Lord of heaven and earth we sing All hail King Jesus All hail the Savior of the world He's a good God. Amen. He defeated the grave and He could do it again. Amen. Amen. Let's sing this out. There was a moment when the sky lit up. the sky. sing to you, Lord. All hail, the Savior of the world. Of the world, let's sing this the Savior of the world. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. He's good, amen. This next song we're going to do, we've done it dozens of times before. But this past week has been a long week for a lot of the world. And I've sung this song a lot this week, so we're gonna sing it this morning because He's a good healing Father, amen? Amen, let's sing this. You are the
2: medicine. You are the medicine, the only cure forever. She'll mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: Sunday, Jesus rode in on a donkey that had never been ridden. They laid their coats on the ground. They laid palms on the ground and shouted, Hosanna, Hosanna. Amen. And we're here we are on Palm Sunday again. Prayer time, Virgin, this morning, we're going to do a little bit different. Karen, come up with me. If you'll give me the verse. This comes from the book of James. And it says therefore be careful here <laughs> confess your sins one to another we're going to avoid an overshare this morning we're not going to do that that you may be healed the prayer of a righteous person has great power and it is working so if you have a need of the lord i want you to just raise your hand for me just raise your hand for me karen and i are going to pray over everybody we're going to do this one One sweep, I see it. Don't be be shy. Don't be hesitant. I see it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Almost every hand here is up. Amen. That's why I brought Karen up here to back me up on this. So we're going to pray one prayer. The Spirit's going to answer. The Spirit's going to work. So stretch your hands with these that have their hands up, believers. And in one mind and one accord and in one spirit, their needs will be answered. Your needs will be answered. Heavenly Father, we come to you on this wonderful days. The sun is out, Lord. We shout, Hosanna, Hosanna. The King of kings has arrived. And Lord, he lives here in each and every believer. And all these that have their hands raised, Lord, are in need of you. They have need of your healing touch. They have need of your healing spirit. They have need of your infilling. Lord, be with them all. Give them peace of mind, peace of heart. Be a lamp unto their feet, Lord. Let them walk out of here different than they walked in, in Jesus' name. And we all say together in one big amen. Amen, amen. So let it be said, so let it be done, right? Amen. Thank you, Carrie.
1: Amen. I thought for a second, I'm going to be honest and say, um, I'm not sure, you know, what we're supposed to do next, but I just decided we're going to sing another song because I'm in town and I have the mic. So why not? We're going to sing one more song together because he's good. Amen. And pastor after service will look at me and say, I took too much time and worship went too long. And then I'll say, well, I'm going back to Nashville. I don't care what you think. I'm true volunteer now. In Jesus' name. God is so good. I've been really humbled this week um, by how blessed I am and how safe I am and how protected I am in all things. And I'm so grateful to be back here with so many of you. I love you all so much. I'm acting like I'm going off to war after this. But we're gonna sing about the goodness of God cause He's a good God and deserves nothing less. Nashville this week was hard if you saw the news and I work with a lot of people who have been affected by it. But just cause the world isn't good doesn't mean God isn't. Just cause the world is destroying itself doesn't mean God isn't for us, amen?
2: darkest night, you are close like no other, I've known you as a father, I've known you as a friend, yes we have, and I have lived in the goodness of God, let's sing this out. And all my life you have been saved. so so good with every breath that i have made oh i will sing of the goodness of god let's sing this out your goodness your goodness is running after it's running after me your goodness is running after. I surrender now I give you everything your goodness is running after it's running after your goodness is running after it's running after me yes it is your goodness is running after it's running after me with my life laid down I surrender And all my life you have been faithful, and all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, oh, I'm gonna sing of the goodness of God. God, let's sing that I will, oh, I will speak of the goodness of God. He's good, amen? He's good, amen? In Jesus'
0: name. Hey, Give the Lord a good hand clap, amen? Come on. Woo! Bible says, I believe it's the 118th Psalm, it's sort one of my favorites, um, i quoted quite often portions of it, it says for He is good and His mercy endures forever. Now that word mercy is a uh, Hebrew word, Hasid um, or Hased some people pronounce it either way, um, but it is a, based on a covenant word and um, it changes everything. It's not based on you, it's not based on me, it's not based on each other. It's not based on the sun, the wind, the moon, the stars. It's based on the love of God shown to us. And He is good and His mercy endures forever. Um, I think the body of Christ has done a poor job, at least in my lifetime, of preaching the mercy of God. We have preached uh, fire and brimstone, hellfire and damnation, legalism, Policies procedures. What's our thing? I've heard I've heard more Who's ever heard a good sermon on hair pants makeup jewelry going to the movies? Amen and all that and on the other side who's ever heard it on the other side Legalism with faith or confession or something and again, you got to have that and you shouldn't be going nutsy on the other side Can I have an amen got to have some balance but I Actually have three relatives to this day. They're all old Okay, let me rephrase that cause some of y'all may be that old they are in their 80s, so if you're in your 80s, you're not old, they are. Um, but they all to this day have hurt against the church because they were treated and preached to. Why'd you turn that off? Turn that back on. Okay, uh, but they, they, all, they all have a hard heart towards church and Jesus because the way they were preached to. And I had a conversation with one who's probably gonna go home with the Lord pretty soon. Um, and I made the statement. I said, well, I said, the problem is, I said, we've never preached much mercy and grace. We've preached a lot of law. And I said, that's sadly all you ever got to see as a young kid. And he stopped. He said, you're right. Who in here knows mercy and grace changes everything? Because here's the truth. Ain't none of us deserve it. Can I have an amen? Well, I ain't never done nothing, Pastor Chris. No, but you probably wanted to. Amen. And because um, that's me. I have, there's a lot of things I've never done. But I wanted to. Can I have an amen in here I was doing it can I have an amen I was driving people off 285 can I have an amen I was just doing terrible things destroying kingdoms uprooting families can I have an amen I was Genghis Khan on the interstate 285 and um, but he's good his mercy endures forever now here's what we're gonna do this is Family Sunday this is also Palm Sunday so we'll deal with that in a minute but this is Family Sunday and I know if you're online this is gonna be distracting so we're gonna call this the online service potty break time can I have an amen that's what this is so if you're online this is your cue to go you know if you're online this means also you can go get a cup of coffee a Diet Coke a sandwich Call Domino's you can do whatever you want to in this time but you got to come back but I want to I wanna encourage you right now if you are uh, in here and uh, to get out of your chair turn around greet somebody Find somebody you either don't know, find someone that you maybe haven't seen in a while, hug their neck, greet them, love on them, and share the love of God. And give me some good hugging music. Okay. amen find your way back to your seat corral yourself glory to god restrain yourself amen okay quit loving on each other praise the lord come on comment down praise god amen hey so we uh so glad you're with us today if you are a first second third time guest there is a qr code on your screen online and in person and uh if we have a qr code up amen there we go if you're a first, second, third-time guest in person, online, please take a moment and fill that out. We would love to uh, connect with you and uh, pray for you, and uh, just just bless, give into given to your life and bless. And uh, if you are uh, have information you need to change, you can use. If you're in person, you can use the connection card in front and put that in the uh, offering. I just want to use one verse uh, as we get ready to give today. I'm gonna. I'm torn between doing this two different ways, but I'm, I'm gonna still do it the one way. Um, so next Sunday is what day? Okay, to a couple things. Oh, I didn't bring them. Eli, did I, what did I drop? Don't lose that. That's my 101 healing scriptures that I had with me at the hospital with Sarah Beth. Never losing that one. Um, this is, I um, lost my verse here. Yes, where were they? No, but I, I had some down there. And so, um, again, uh, these are some cards. we still got a few left. I want to encourage you, uh, if, if you got some last week, and um, I'm just telling you now, get you some more. Uh, I'm actually going to pass out a bunch of these at McDonald's. Amen. Amen. Not that I want to go to McDonald's, but I got a birthday party to go to. Can I have an amen? Okay. And uh, so I'm there. And so I'll be passing these out. Uh, But on the gseaster.com and let me be a good pastor who everybody say I love my pastor pastor. Uh, Some of y'all have not been good There's a link on that page to pray for Easter. I know everybody who signs up and Some of you ain't signed up Can I have an amen? So sign up and pray Who in here wants the real unadulterated pure Chris Vaughn right now? if you're too lazy to pray for easter don't complain when your family don't serve jesus don't complain when stuff doesn't happen jesus don't heal you so you can sit at home and watch netflix can i have an amen, amen. we're called to do the works of jesus and i say that in love i actually remember the first time i ever heard somebody said that Normal hayes most you don't even know who Normal hayes was but Normal hayes was preaching and he got on a tear about that and he says most people want to be healed so they can do at leisure what they desire he said Jesus heals you and saves you and delivers you so that you can do the work of the ministry amen. because it's so good we ought to give it away can I have an amen, amen. now number y'all have signed up God bless you we love you thank God for you and we gonna bless you right now can I have an amen but I'm playing for everybody else to so go to gseaster.com there's a link in the top right hand corner and it says pray again it's broken up into 45 minute sections and I keep saying this because I know somebody's gonna say well I ain't got 45 minutes to pray I ain't asking you to pray for it it's just the way the program does you can pick the early 45, the late 45, you can pick the afternoon 45, that just means you sign to pray that day and it'll send you a reminder. And I want to encourage you, who in here knows prayer changes things. I heard a testimony one time, I'm going to belabor this point for just a while. I heard a testimony one time about some teenage kids. They got to praying about ministry, about the power of God coming into their lives, about God doing things in the end times. And there was a revival that broke out in that church, this is in Little Rock, Arkansas, that broke out in that church based off those kids. It wasn't the adults, the grown ups. you know why? They weren't praying. Now they came and started praying once everything started happening, cause then it got exciting. But the kids who were coming out every Friday, just yes, so we have second Saturday prayer, which will be next Saturday. What time? 7.30. Some of y'all are getting it but some of y'all would have been early thank god we'll let you come and uh, so i encourage you make sure you sign up and pray again it doesn't have to be a 55 minute prayer secluded in your prayer closet it could be driving down the road it can be whatever but pray in the spirit pray and intercede for that service we're believing for great things can i have an amen secondly it gives you more power through the week anyway uh philemon uh or philemon how do you say that anyway i always say philemon um Although it's the book of Philippians. It's the book of the Philippians or the Philippines going to have an email. Philemon chapter 1, this is verse 6. Um, it says here that the sharing of your faith, uh, that word sharing there can also be translated giving. So that means on several levels that the giving of your faith to other people, the giving of your faith into ministry, that the meant that the giving of your faith or the sharing of your faith may become effective or that word can be effectual, by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Did you notice it did not say to acknowledge the things that are in you in you. It says to acknowledge the things that are in you. Let's read it again. By the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. You ought to be talking a lot more about what Jesus is doing in you than what you are doing in you. If you will talk bigger about jesus jesus will become bigger to you that's that's the simple secret of it you ought to be talking about who jesus is and god is bigger and god is able and god can do it and i'm not defeated why cause greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world can i have an amen but when it comes to giving we have to do the same thing um i've heard people all my life bless bless their hearts and i've done it too when i was younger and ignorant man i tell you if, if it wasn't for bad luck i wouldn't have no luck at all I mean, it's one step forward and two steps back. I mean, if anybody gets cheated on crypto, it's going to be me. I mean, if there's any kind of thing, i tell you right now, if anybody's car is going to get stolen, it's going to be mine. Why do we celebrate that? What is so wrong with us, Karen King, that we all need therapy or something? Why? Why do we celebrate that? You think about that. Well, you know, we aren't celebrating something good. We're celebrating how dejected, how downbeat. How abused we are Um, I think it's funny sometimes I've said this three times this week it's funny to me being a preacher and you preach uh, salvation healing deliverance faith miracles that God can meet your needs financially that God wants to meet your needs uh, spiritually mentally that God's there to do it sometimes when you preach that people think you don't have any problems pastor Lisa do we have problems amen now we have one other Savior to the problem other than Jesus and his name is Jackson can I have an amen and Jackson makes life better now Sarah Beth Molly Luke and Laura they all were praying for them can I have an amen but Jackson pulls us through and uh, but we have problems we got things we fight we got things we deal with I don't talk about those things I ain't gonna talk about those things you know why cuz that does not make my giving or my sharing of my faith effective because I'm not not acknowledging the good thing which is in me by Christ Jesus. I should be acknowledging that more than anything else. And yeah, everybody's got problems, but God wants us to acknowledge Him in that situation. And that will change the atmosphere. So I wanna challenge you as we get ready, yeah, I have lost it again. Let's do this. So as we get ready to give, I want you to hold your offering in your hand. And when it comes to life, and when it comes to finances, when it comes to the blessing of God, acknowledge the good thing that's in you. I'm gonna throw this out. If your money's always tight, I'd bet you a hundred bucks if you'll let me come live with you for about two days. I bet you a hundred bucks and you'd pay me a hundred bucks most of your conversation is i tell you we ain't got no money we just broke I don't know how we're gonna pay the bills it's just tight i don't know what we're gonna do about that bill i mean it's just tight. i don't know what we're gonna do i mean I, I mean if anything extra happens this month we're not gonna make it that ain't acknowledging the good thing that's in christ jesus you know what's acknowledging the good thing in christ jesus is thank god i tied sunday the bible says the windows of heaven are opened unto me God is pouring out a blessing that there's not room enough to contain. I have given and it is given unto me, good measure pressed down, shaken together and running over through people given to my life. Molly told me one day and we've taught her and beaten her and thank God, spiritually brainwashed her in a good way. So she's a tither. I know she's a tither. She still tithes here. In Jesus' name, she's gonna continue In Jesus name, we came in. She's a good tither. I don't wanna lose her. That's just me being honest. I don't lose her. She's a good tither. And uh, she made a comment one day. She, she works with a bunch of people and different spiritual levels, different spiritual experiences. You know, she's the Pentecostal girl. Can I have an amen? Woo, woo, woo. And um, she said, uh, Some of them all looked at her and said, We like going out to eat with you. They said, You always get free stuff. And we don't know why. I can tell you why. She's a tither. She's loving and she's encouraging. She does something that most of us don't do. She finds out the waitress's name and calls them that every time. Jonathan, it's so good to have you. Jonathan, you're doing a great job. Jonathan, could I have some more tea? Thank you, Jonathan. Can I have an amen? Amen. Isn't that acknowledging the good thing that's in her a whole lot more than acknowledging that Christ has done than acknowledging something else? Because God is faithful. Everybody say that with me. God is faithful. So hold your offering in your hand. Now, here's what I'm going to ask you to do. This is where I said I'm gonna, I could do it different, but I'm not. We're only going to do one. Um, I want you, if, if you will, this is our last Sunday before Easter. We've got pretty much most things taken care of. Uh, that mail out was a little more expensive than I thought. We'll, we'll do some more um, online advertising this week. And so I want to encourage you, if, you, if God speaks to you, I want to ask you to give something extra. You can do it all in the same envelope or the Zell or however you do Ties If there's a little spot there, you can put Easter and we're going to use that money to, to make sure we have enough to do those things this week. Um, you know, we, we have not because we have not. Uh, years ago, I had a pastor friend tell me, we were talking about radio advertisement. He goes, radio ads don't work for churches. I said, excuse me? He goes, radio ads don't work. I said, "Why do you say that?" He said, "Well, I ran one one time. I didn't get anybody." I said, "You ran one?" I said, "How long was that one?" He said, "Oh, it was a couple days." And I mean, this for uh, from the rest of this year, week. We're going to figure out something of how we can get money to just let people know about who Jesus is and what God is doing here, because God's healing people and doing things not only here but also online. Um, I got a, a text email the other uh, email the other week from a girl in North Carolina, she actually put on there, she says, thank y'all for your ministry. Thank you for what you do. She says, uh, your ministry has helped me get through hard times. And, and she's had hard times. She's told me in another uh, email, what the hard times were, And I mean horrible, uh, abandonment and, and all things. And she says, thank you. And then she goes, Oh, by the way, I put an offering in too." I said, well, praise God. Can I have an amen? Not, not, not asking for that from online unless they're getting fed, but. I want to encourage you. So if you will, tithes and offerings and then an extra Easter offering. So hold your offering in your hand. And Father, we thank you in Jesus' name that we have the power within our hands this day to do good. And Father, we make our giving and the sharing of our faith effective right now because we acknowledge the good thing that is in us in Christ Jesus. And that is that we are the blessed of God because of the blood of Jesus. And we're obedient and willing to do the, the word of the Lord we're willing and obedient to give willing and obedient to share our faith willing obedient to humble ourselves under your mighty hand and so father we thank you right now in jesus name for the opportunity to give and to sow and to plant into the kingdom of god and father for everyone here we believe that you meet every need that everyone has no matter what the circumstances are father i'm reminded again we are not of this world we may be in it but we are not of it and the God of this world is not our God our God is Jesus and so father right now we thank you and father for our church we proclaim over it that you bring in more than $15,000 every week way more than we need way more because we're growing into that but father because we have things that need to be taken care of here father I'm just prompted to pray we thank you father in Jesus name for the main air conditioners for this sanctuary that they're new and they're replaced and that they work, all 16 of them, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. And everybody says, amen. God bless you as you come up and give. If you give online, walk up anyway. Amen. Unless because you're Dave Ramsey. Everybody say amen. If you got your Bibles this morning, turn with me. Oh, wow. 1153. Um, give Molly another good hand clap. Amen. <laughs> she sang too long, but that's okay. <laughs> amen. I'll tell you right now, you got to keep her humble, because if you don't keep her humble, you're never going to live with her. Amen. Y'all have no idea. I just, I just, y'all have no idea. So Molly had led worship here full-time, really until just a few months ago. She still drove back and forth, Uh, 11, 12, probably since 2012, so about 10 years. Y'all have no idea how many times we'd be at lunch, and we'd be talking about something, and Molly would go, you can't say that to me. The church loves me. (laughs) (sighs) They told me so. I'm like, yeah, but your dad's about to kill you. Can I have an amen? And I just see them. Matthew chapter 21, we're going to read a number of verses. Father, we ask you right now and we thank you for your word. We thank you for the privilege to receive from it, to to honor it, for it to make a difference in our life. Thank you, Father, that it is the bread of life and we receive it as such today. I ask you, Father, that uh, my words would be uh, anointed and inspired from the fire of God to minister to people's lives. And that their eyes would see, their ears would hear, and their hearts would receive. In Jesus' name. And everybody say, amen. amen. Matthew chapter 21, verse 1. We're going to read a number of verses. I'm going to read a number of verses. I'm, I, I'm watching my time. It's Family Sunday. So I'm going to um, maybe not finish this as well as I would like because Molly sang too long. Can I have an amen? And, uh, and I took too long, probably on other stuff. Matthew 21, it says Now when they drew near Jerusalem and came to Beth Page at the Mount of Olives, Then Jesus sent two disciples saying unto them, go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, the Lord has need of them, and immediately he will send them. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which is spoken by the prophet saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, behold, your king comes to you lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. So the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. Then brought they the donkey and the colt, laid their clothes on them, and set him on them. And a very great multitude spread out clothes on the road. Others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then the multitude who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna to the Lord, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. And when he had come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, who is this? So the multitude said, this is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth of Galilee. Everybody repeat this verse with me. This is verse nine, if we can have that on the screen. Verse nine, make sure we got it. Yes. I kept looking at 1 to 11, but this is the first time. Everybody say this to me. Hosanna, Hosanna to the Son of David. Amen. Blessed is he. Carl, oh, come on, say it like you got some spirit about you. Say, blessed is he. Blessed there is he. you go. Who comes the in the name Lord. of the Lord. Amen. Hosanna the in the highest. Amen. We could work on our unity on that, but that was much better. Praise God. Amen. Um, all their lives, these people had been taught certain things about prophecy, about the end times, about the Messiah, all their lives. Uh, I I used to sit and wonder, I still wonder, uh, how could German people do the atrocities they did during World War II? Does anybody ever wonder that? It's easy, once you ever study German history. They were taught at an early age, especially the Hitler Youth Movement and the young women of that nation, that if anything the state asked you, you had to do. They were taught that. The young women were actually taught that they needed to give themselves to pure German men to create a better race. They were taught that. When I say taught that, that was on the media, that was on the newsreels, that was what was taught in schools. That's why schools today are under attack the way they are and they want to disenfranchise parental rights because if you can change a child, you can change a generation. You change a generation and you can get everything to change, totally. Just ask China. Who did you know? You ever think about the Chinese Revolution when it went communist? Who turned that over? It was the young people. They're the ones who killed some of the uh, poets and the laureates and the the great statesmen. They're the ones who killed the the college professors. It was the young people who had been. uh, I'm trying to get a good word, but it ain't brainwashed or indoctrinated. But those are just use those. But they had been made to think that that was the right way. And there's a bio, passage says that for there's many ways seem right to a man, but the ends are of destruction, and it may seem right, and it probably does to you, especially if you're lost and undone without God. But these people had been taught all their lives that a Messiah would come, ride on a donkey, and that that would be a triumphal entry. They were taught that. They had come to believe that. Now, you know, what's really sad is if, if you read the book of Matthew all the way, and it doesn't take long to read it, but if you, if you get to, you know, that 26, 27, 28, you know, you get to that crucifixion part, we're only talking a few days, and I say a few, week or two maybe max, from that moment to the crucifixion. So these people went straight from, Hosanna, Hosanna, give us barabbas give us barabbas which is a heartbreaking thing now, the other side to that is, who in here knows, and I said it just a minute ago during the offering, Now sometimes when you preach God's good, and, he's, and he does good things, and he loves you, and he's got a miracle power for you, and he does do miraculous things, and everybody say amen, and he does save, and he does heal, and he baptizes in the Holy Spirit, and he is a soon-coming king, and he gives prosperity, and he gives blessings, and you know He desires to do good. Why? Because his mercy endures forever. If you preach that, some people will preach and believe and think that you don't have any problem or that you believe you shouldn't have any problems. I haven't met that preacher yet. I wish it meant we didn't have problems. Everybody say Amen. But we have a fight on this hand because we are in enemy territory. Is that right? So we should expect it. We shouldn't be kind of caught off guard. Just throw this out. Do you know the Bible you know who the Bible calls the God of this world? Satan. And did you know that if your house was hit by a tornado like a number worked just this week, that your insurance company would say an act of God did that? But it is an act of God, the God of this world. It's not the God my Father. It's not an act of God. You know, I've actually seen preachers and stuff. They'll stand up and they'll say, I tell y'all pray for us. Our church got hit by a tornado. We don't know if it was the Lord or the devil. Well, why would God be destroying churches? Can I have an Amen? You need to figure out who your enemy is. It ain't God. Again, we've never preached mercy enough. For God so loved the world. Let's make the world the lost, the murderers, the malcontents, the disobedience, the stiff-necked, the rebellious, you, me. He so loved us. He gave his only begotten son. And I'm gonna promise y'all before God Almighty, if it had been Luke to have to die for y'all, I'd have walked out on the stage and I'd have said, guys, I just want to tell y'all. Y'all are going to hell. That's all there is to it. And I'd have walked right back away. I'd said, Luke, let's go sit down. Can I have an amen? Jackson, I wouldn't even walk out and dress you. Can I have an amen? I'd have just let y'all go to hell. Be honest. I, I wouldn't expect you to have your kid go to hell for me for three days, pay an eternal price, be suffered tortured like that? I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even ask you to. I couldn't imagine that. But I can't imagine laying my body across my son's life and trying to protect him so nobody can hurt him. Amen. Dying myself if the product is necessary. I used to joke when guys would flirt with Molly and Luke when they were younger, especially at youth camp, and I'd look at guys I'd say, listen, I'm not afraid to go back to prison. I just want you to know that. <laughs> Well, I ain't ever been to prison other than to preach. So I guess I have been to prison, but not the way they thought. I did it to one kid at one guy and he said, yes, sir. And he walked away. Didn't talk to Sarah Beth another time the whole week. I felt so bad about that. Now, you know, you, you talk big and you talk stuff like that. But who in here knows God loves us so much? He gave all. His only son. Now, here's the other side about God. He knew he'd get him back because he has never failed at anything, even though it looks like he fails all the time. Now, why would I say that? Because we are his people. And sometimes we are not the best examples of everything. But here's the other side, he don't ever give up on us. So why should we ever give up on him? Can I have an amen? There ain't no reason to give up on him. I don't care how bad it gets. Let's be like Job. This I know. My redeemer lives. I mean, I might be covered. I might be going through it, but he's faithful. And thank God, who in here knows the story of Job? He got twice as much. Twice as much. I was about to say that meant two wives, but nobody needs that. Can I have an amen? Nobody needs that. Amen. Like Bishop Sousa told me years ago, minister in Kenya, he had to deal with polygamy. I said, Bishop. I said, I ain't talking any kind of weird way. I said, but honestly, does that polygamy thing work? Having more than one wife? I said, how does that work? He had that great British accent, you know, Kenyan, and he goes, Chris, let me say this. One man should only have so many problems. One wife, more than enough problem. (laughs) That's all I need, can I have an amen? So they were taught this. One of the ways they were taught this was the Feast of Tabernacles. I'm gonna read through some of this. Because um, it'll, I don't lose my place. Jesus celebrated the festival, and he took certain elements from it, and he applied it to his own life and his mission. We find this particularly in John, where Jesus used two traditional symbols of the Feast of Tabernacles. He used the the passage about about water and about wine. During the Feast of Tabernacles, they would get uh, these vessels, and they had had one for wine. They had one for water. Who in here knows what water always represents in the Bible? Salvation. What does wine always represent almost always in the Bible? The Holy Spirit. Or a fresh anointing. You can't put old wine, new wine in old wineskins. And so the other side is that. If you want to turn with me to Psalms 118 very quickly, and this is, it'll be on the screen, but I still encourage you to still turn it to on your device or your, your own Bible, Psalms 118. Which is right before 119 which is one of the longest oh give thanks to the lord for he is good and his mercy endures forever they would actually take this whole passage and uh, uh israelites would quote this the, the, the 118th psalm you ought to take time to read it it's one of the most beautiful yeah, i'm just going to bounce around i mean, i'm seriously just trying to bounce around Um, The first four verses all end with his mercy, his seed endures forever. I called on the Lord in distress. The Lord answered and let me in a broad place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do uh, to me. The Lord is for me among those who help me. Therefore, I will see my desire on those who hate me. Anyone here knows that's a really good verse. Now, we don't agree with it sometimes because again, we've been uh, scripturally untaught. And who in here knows we should love our enemies? Can I have an amen? But this here says we will see their calamity come on them. We can still love them. That's why we preach to them. All nations surrounded me. Let's let's just skip down here to about 15. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is as in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. Isn't that good? So what are they doing? They are taking these passages they are reading them and they are basically going through if you will the history of israel some of the things god has done and they're reminding themselves this is a good old testimony meeting. can i have an amen? amen a good one not a bad one who's ever been to a bad one yes. say amen okay i have two. Um, so ezekiel chapter 36 verse 25 Says, then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. And John 7 37, 38, we read these just a couple weeks ago. On the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes on me, as the scripture said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now, again, this is a shadow of the Feast of Tabernacles, something they all grew up with, something they all did. And one of the things in Zechariah it says is that a Messiah would come riding on a donkey. They knew this. Now, one of the other things they would do during that feast is they would have these lights and they would have these candles. And some of the candles that they had, now who in here knows a, a candles, a, a good sized candles, you know what, 10, 12, 15 feet. They had some as high as 75. And it would take gallons to fill them up with oil and then they would light that oil, oil, I said it right, not oil, can I have an amen, but I say oil. But they lighted the oil, and that oil would give off. And the temple was on a hill, so that light would shine out to everybody to see that it's party time, festival time in the kingdom. Because we are going and what did that light represent? The, God, the glory of God in manifestation. But Jesus, in his parallel, As he comes into Jerusalem, he is the manifestation of the glory of God to us today. Is that right? He is the glory of God made manifest. He is the glory, the the maximized power of God in human form, set forth amongst us so that we may receive of the mercy and the goodness of God. Is that right? That's why all these people are going nuts in Jerusalem this day. He's on a cult. He's coming, this is festival time, the festival I'm talking about, the oil and the water and and all the like, that's this time, that's the same time. So it'd be almost like Super Bowl, Jewish Super Bowl weekend, can I have an amen? You can have wings, but no pork, can I have an amen? I mean, mean, it's Jewish, so they're all excited, and they know this is coming. And as they walk in, now here's the bad part, and I have preached this different ways, I'm preaching this a different way today. As they're walking in, they're saying what? Hosanna. Now, one friend said, uh, preaching about Yashana, and I looked it up, that actually comes from Yashana. It's another way to say that in Hebrew. But basically, Hosanna or Yashana means save us now. Now. Now, I'm gonna throw this out. It's a whole different way to look at it. They are, in a sense, seeing Jesus walk in and that scripture fulfilled, but it hadn't been fulfilled, because he's not died. And he's not been resurrected. Amen. But it's almost close. Now, there were, when, when this verse, if you will, turn with me to Psalms 118. Let me find in my notes where I've got it, because I'm jumping ahead. Psalm yeah, 118, verse 25. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. "'Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. "'We have blessed you from the house of the Lord.'" That is basically the same passage that we just read in Mark and Matthew 21. Uh, Come on, Chris, there we go. Okay. "'Hosanna to the Son of David. "'Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord.'" It actually gives a reference here in my Bible because this is an Old Testament quotation so this isn't something that they're just making up on their own again this is based off Jewish historical law of what they expect to come so but here's my point there was a group of Jews at one time who didn't have anything to see and they're saying Hosanna blessed Blessed is the Lord. Let's read it again. Psalms 118. They said what? Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. Go back one. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. They're saying, "Oh God, send this to us. Then you got these Jews who were there as Jesus walks in. And it's still not a ratified covenant. And they're still saying the same thing. Save us now. But now you have us. And sometimes we're still saying the same thing and we shouldn't say that at all. Because I have been saved now. I'm not looking forward with hope that I'm gonna be saved. I'm not even sitting here with Jesus in my midst. The Bible actually says, let me ask a question. Who in here would love to have been a disciple during Jesus's day and seen him personally? If you're scriptural, you wouldn't. This is hard for me, because I want it. I wanna see, I wanna be Thomas. I wanna do the weird stuff, I want, I want the whole, let me feel the whole thing again, you know. I mean, as a kid, that always mesmerized me. I was always amazed with Thomas. But Jesus said, look it up. He said, it's more blessed, more blessed to to, to those who've never seen me, but have believed. So we walk in greater blessings than any person who ever saw him personally, according to Jesus himself. I'm kind of glad I didn't live back then. I might've been calling Barabbas. Can I have an amen? I got a real weak amen on that. Y'all would have sounded much more spiritual if y'all have said a good amen, but anyway. So these people looked forward, these people looked expectantly, but are like so many people today. The moment of affliction and persecution, Mark chapter four says, comes for the word's sake, they burned up. And yet here we are today. I am not having to say, save me now send prosperity to me I have salvation now I have prosperity now I have Jesus now can I have an amen Amen. so when things come against me I can say Hosanna I am blessed because he has come to me I am blessed because I have received him I am not looking for it I is it now that might not be good English but it's the only way I can say it I is it now I said this a couple weeks ago, throw it out here. If what you believe is always future, you're never in faith, never, never, never in faith. I'm saved, who in here is saved, say amen. You didn't make that future, you said I'm saved now. Well, Pastor Chris, I got scripture for, well, I got scripture for healing, I got scripture for deliverance, I got scripture for peace, I got scripture for having the fruit of the spirit, I've got scripture for all those things to work in me. Why do we put them off? because we are trying to live way back here, way beyond where we should, when we should proclaim, be proclaiming exactly what God has done to us now. Amen. Well, Pastor Chris, I don't feel like that. You know, Molly, did I ever care if you felt like doing school? No, no I didn't. I'll throw this out. I won't tell this whole story, but all we'll do is wrap this up. We had a season with Molly. Molly comes in Friday night. I missed you. I have just missed you. I have missed you so much. I have missed you so much. It's been like 10 weeks. We've never gone that long without seeing her. And I said, I miss you too, baby. And we had that little moment. Of course, she drug it out forever. I thought it'd never end. Can I have an amen? She's just hugging and hugging. Bring it in, bring it in. Just being so dramatic. And we're having, kind up. And finally, she says something. She says, I just love you and stuff. And I said, she says, I've always loved you. I've always believed in you. I've always received from you. I'm like, who the heck are you? You don't remember them teenage years? Them troubled times you like to talk about? So Molly had a hiccup in her school, we homeschooled. She was the teacher, I was the principal. And so to punish her, um, she had to go to work with me every day. Every day. This is when Living Way was on the hill. I had a little front office right near the sanctuary. And uh, she went with me every day for a week. And I'd give her a book to read. And I said, write me a two-page report on it. And I can write pretty good. I can edit pretty good if I take my time. It's hard for me to edit me because I've written it, so I don't see it. But I'd edit her. And I had a red pen. I would kill that thing. I'd say, go rewrite it. I think one day she rewrote something five or six times. Did I care how she felt? No, I was trying to help her learn something. She actually told, which Dove tells in that other story I told about her, somebody asked her, they said, Molly, how did you learn how to deal with people so much? She goes, well, I've read that book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. They said, why would you read that? my dad made me during a harsh time in my life i think that was something close to your answer is that right is that right say good amen amen Amen. i didn't care i wanted her to have some sense that's what i've called her i still remember sarah beth being two and a half this broke my heart for she's two and a half she spoke very good now molly again we didn't understand her she's about three and a half she sounded she is like she's Chinese or in tongues all whole time of her life. What she wants, Sarah Beth? Chicken nuggets, that's all she wants, chicken nuggets. Okay, get her chicken nuggets. It's horrible. Sarah Beth, on the other hand, could just do anything. And if you ever said something, she could repeat it. We will not get into those words, can I have an amen? My mama and me, everybody. So I go in one day, I go into the bedroom and Sarah Beth's in the, in the closet. I said, what's wrong, baby? And she's sad, we're about to go to church. She says, if I wear this to church, they'll make fun of me. Now, back then money was tight, but we had family who gave us clothes, but Lisa can sew. Now, she don't sew much, Lisa can sew, she's a good seamstress. She's almost like tailor seamstress, she's good. And some of it she made. In fact, one year for Christmas, we paid for Christmas because she made clothes and I sold it on eBay because we didn't have any money. But we got together, and she came up with the idea, and it worked. And um, thank God for American Girl Dolls. We hate them now, can I have an amen, because they've gone nuts. But anyway, I'm teasing. And so, that's um, I got off on American Girl Dolls. So, uh, it was Lisa sewed, And Sarah Beth's looking at me. and I said, why did you say that, Sarah Beth? I said, why? She says, I just... And here's my point, she's two and a half, we're homeschooled, we homeschooled then. She went to a couple things, but Satan was already trying to tell her, you're not worthy, you're ugly, you're not gonna measure up. I looked at her, I said, don't you ever talk like that. I said, you're beautiful. I said, in fact, you're the most beautiful thing there is to me. I said, other than your mama. I said, you are gorgeous. I said, you are called of God, you're blessed. Um, I, I I just started pumping that in her. In fact, she used to have this Princess Jasmine outfit, Lisa made her. In fact, Lisa was making those, you know, all the, whole, the, whole, the whole outfit she made for our kids. Well, you couldn't buy that stuff then. And uh, I remember my, we were living at my dad's house. He traveled and stuff, we li- and my dad had this huge staircase, and Sarah Beth would put her jasmine in so it looked just like like a I Dream of Genie outfit. You know, the little top and the little thing, and it was cute, it was so cute. Sarah Beth would say, do it. <laughs> We'd have to stand at the bottom of the steps. So, so she had finally worked out of the insecurity. She would say, ladies and gentlemen, now up coming Princess Jasmine. And would have to make me, she'd just walk down and wave. I much preferred her to be that than to be someone who cowers and is defeated. You should be talking by the effectual communication of your faith of who you are in him. Now, if anybody ever looks at me and says that, well, Pastor Chris, you know, I'm dealing with this and I'm dealing with that. I can't say I'm healed because, you know, I'm dealing with this. I didn't say to tell me who you are in you. I said to tell me who you are in Christ. Now, if we want to talk on who you are, we can talk about that. But when we want to talk in Christ, that's something else. That's how we can boldly say, Hosanna. Can I have an amen? Amen. Not to the point of save us now, but I am saved now. I am delivered now. I am whole now. I got a family member, and I love him. Uh, He made a comment one time about some of his family. And his family were born again, sanctified, spirit-filled, church of God people. Can I have an amen? Good people, but didn't have an ounce of faith for anything. And I don't mean that mean or wrong, but didn't. I've met them, just didn't not for healing not for the deli- only thing they really believed in is you had to be saved that you had to have a clean life and thank god for that that they were filled with the holy spirit as he willed you never could pray in tongues on your own because i mean you that just you just couldn't do that and maybe the gift of God would work in you. god's gift would work maybe sometimes and that's about it because every other prayer was filled with if it be thy will which means that means if you pray in that you don't know the will of god and if you've got the will of God on a topic from the Scripture, you know the will of God, so you ain't got to ask if it be Thy will. Now, whether or not you should buy a Hyundai or a Ford F two fifty, and we all know God's will in that is the F two fifty. Can I have an amen? That, that's not even for the debate, but it may not be. But for that's my that's my will. that it might not be for you. Now, on that, you might have to say if it be Thy will, which is what Jesus did. And I remember him making a comment one time. He said, "Man, he said, I'm telling you, he said I could be hundred percent good." feel great, not have a problem, not have anything going on in my life at all. He said, I could spend two hours with that family and I felt like I was dying and gonna have to go to the hospital. He said, the moment I walked in, you don't look good. You look like you might be having a fever. Oh, baby, come over here and let's just make sure you're okay. Start doing all that. Who in here knows how you have a successful life? You fight it every day. Dead fish float downstream. It ain't ever easy. Can I have an amen? amen. But it ain't ever hard either. Because the way of the transgressor is hard. But my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. Now see in and of yourself, it ain't ever easy. But who in here knows when the blood, the, the blood of Jesus is applied and the mercy of God's applied. Man, you just go through it all. I still think of the pastor friend. His wife went home early. And he looked at me and he says, I tell you right now, He said, I could owe a million dollars to everybody in the world. He said, if I had my wife back, I wouldn't care. All of a sudden he found out the depth and the reality of what was truly valuable. Can I have an amen? Who in here knows, sadly, sometimes many of us wait for that. We forget what's truly valuable. And it shouldn't be that way. What's truly valuable is making sure that us, our families, and everybody we come into contact with goes to heaven, knows Jesus. My daddy said there's only two things in life that's important, this is true. One is you go to heaven and two, you take your family with you because you don't want to be lonely up there. Now we know that we're not going to be lonely in heaven, but what does it profit a man to win the whole world, lose his own soul? What does it profit you to win the whole world, lose your family? So now here's my point. There's been many a times I've preached youth revivals, church revivals other revivals and I didn't get to be with my kids when they were small and I reminded God many times right before I would preach I said God I wish I could be with my kids right now especially during a youth camp thing watching all these other kids have fun my kids ain't with me I'd cry I'd I'd, I'd walk off and cry tears run down my face I'd miss them so bad I'm a homesick guy I'm a crier can I have an amen and um, bother me but i'd remind him i said father i'm planting seed i said i'm planting seeds in other kids so that my kids will always follow you you said that if i raise them up what's it say they will what they will what huh they will follow him all the days of life right and i've heard some people say well that just means they'll return now my prayer was they ain't never leaving can i have an amen so here's where we're going to close this. Whatever you're dealing with, say Hosanna over it. I'm saved now, and be like those people, wave your hand. You know, I, I wish I think last night I wish I'd have ordered some palm branches. We could have got kind of wild and loose and waved palm branches and nearly poke each other's eyeball out. Kind of heaven, hand? It's always cracked me up in services. Everybody's waving palm branches. You know, somebody's going to hit somebody in the eye. You almost have to have plastic goggles. But who in here knows we got something better than palm branches? We've got hands and we've got a body that has been filled with the Holy Spirit that we can lift our hands and say, Father, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Father, right now we raise our hands and we thank you. Thank you, Father, that we are saved. Everybody says, I am saved by the blood of Jesus. I am healed by the blood of Jesus. I am free from all sin." From all attacks by the blood of Jesus I am blessed in every area by the blood of Jesus and I am eternally seated with him in the heavenlies because of the blood of Jesus and I am saved Hosanna blessed is he who has come into my life in Jesus' name. And everybody say, amen. amen. Now that's what you ought to say every day about everything. Thank God it's working. Thank God He works. God, yeah, look at somebody and say, I'm saved in everything. You know, salvation doesn't mean just going to heaven, it means everything. God didn't forget some part of you. Now there's some parts of us I wish we could forget. Can I have an amen? But God didn't. And He saves every part of you. Can I have an amen? now what is next Sunday Easter Easter, Easter starts at what time I Who is leading worship for us on Easter Molly amen oh stop you know never I'm never gonna hear the end of it at lunch they loved me I love you sweetie so um a couple a couple other announcements uh, real quick uh, I, I mentioned this let me see what that okay uh, in um, Four sixteen sunday after easter we're going to start a study at nine forty-five in the studio on the book of and it's actually called revelation this is the best graphic i could find but it's about revelation from daniel looking at end times um, it, it looks at it in different views of eschatology which is what that study is called so i'd encourage you to be a part of that if you want a book those are ten dollars each let me know our next slide is A wednesday night bible study online uh, i'm praying about starting one on a wednesday night at 7 30 and it'll have a specific focus and we'll talk about that more later y'all pray about that too now here's what i was getting to okay so for 18 minutes i put that out in the text yesterday it will not be any more than 18 minutes when we start this meeting i will start a clock at 18 minutes and when it hits 18 minutes in the middle of the sentence i'm walking out of that room because I have a birthday party at a McDonald's to be at. Can I have an amen, okay? So, um, now if it was Sarah Beth Molly or Luke's or Laura's birthday party, we'd be late. Can I have an amen, okay? I'm just teasing, just teasing, just teasing, just a joke. Um, But anyway, so if you're an usher, if you're a greeter, if, you are, if you've ever worked parking, or if you are working security or have worked security, we're gonna meet in the studio for 18 minutes, no more than 18 minutes, probably, hopefully 15. Uh, I just want to get a good feel of who we have, uh, go over a number of things. And if you have never ushed, greeted, uh, parked, or secured, can I have an amen? But you want to for Easter. And I would ask you, if you can, come to the meeting very quick, make sure we can get your name and address, name and uh, particulars, to make sure so that we can follow up, because I do not want us to let people slip through the cracks next week. Amen. I know without a doubt, I know that there's going to be a couple people here because I've invited them. Uh, We were out eating the other night, and I just made a comment to this girl who waited on us, and we talked. I just made a comment about something. She goes, oh, I'm coming for Easter. I have done told my boyfriend. We are going to church. I kind of felt scared for him. Can I have an amen? I was like, that boy needs a safe place, you know? And uh, so anyway, so uh, that's going to be the studios right across the hall here. Uh, as soon as I, we dismiss, I'm walking over there. As soon as we start, the clock starts. So please hurry if you can, and um, don't don't dawdle, and uh, so we can get there. Because I want to make sure that we have our, a, a very good focus on ushering, greeting, parking, and securing. And we, we're only going to probably have one parking. But anyway, I want to make sure we're all on that. Also, uh, the women had a great service uh, time together yesterday. Great crowd, uh, good time, and. Uh, um, talking about not walking in fear, and uh, I watched the video myself, can I have it, amen, that's a good video, and a great time, and then lastly, what do we have? Oh, Cleansing Stream, Uh, that's a video, and uh, that should be a slide, I'm sorry, uh, guys, Uh, but Cleansing Stream is a ministry, Frida's over there, she'll be in the foyer right over here if you'd like some more information, Uh, they have a retreat coming up, I don't know where you're at in the timetable of that, but um, Frida right there, raise your hand, Miss Frida, she can give you some information if you want to uh, find out more about that. A couple months, stuff, we'll be having a divorce care start. We will be um, uh, announcing that and making sure that you know about that so you can invite people. Uh, cause who in here knows God wants to heal people from that pain and that hurt? Amen, cause He loves you. Stand up with me if you will. Have I forgot anything? I that I know it. Amen, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you because you are the saved of God. You are the healed of God, the blessed of God, the prosperous of God, the promoted of God. You are the everything of God in Christ Jesus. So enjoy this week and be blessed. Kick the devil in the teeth every day you can. Because he is your enemy. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, amen. Amen.